0: he was just swinging his balls around I don't know if we can say that on the air I don't know if we can I don't know if you can say that on the air they have a fucking they have a fucking flag that represents people in front of my kids elementary school that represents genitalia in front of all the fucking elementary schools in California and you're worried about Patrick Vellner talking about swinging, gee swinging his balls around I hate it when someone interjects his politics. No, it has nothing to do with politics. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. It's just, it's just my kids' elementary school. It's education.
1: What's a genital flag?
0: The gay pride <laughs> parade, the LGBTQ flag that, uh, that they got in front of all the elementary schools. It, it, that flag signifies that you like people with the same that um, genitalia that you have. That's all that is. That gay just means that like I, my I'm a dude. I got cock and balls, and I want to rub them all over Hiller's face. And nice. so that flag means that. It's a great thing for Hiller to have on his garage door so I know to drop over and catch a cold one on Saturday night. I don't want it in front of my kids' elementary school. And it's not politics. Hey. It's education. Let's Hi it's Brian. Go. And so what I'm saying is I'm perfectly okay with Vellner swinging his balls around. That's the least of my concern. About <laughs> Did he fucking say that? saying testically he was he said he, he talked about Gee's balls.
2: And Gee does have some big old balls. Savon, just so you know, I'm only here to see Taylor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the comments and the comments right ladies and gentlemen day two jr howell was right about joel we will get to that there was no reason to get excited he is not the hottest commodity um on the planet it's still colton mertens and Tudor magda and phil toon phil toon and he cannot grab phil toon's pubic hairs i take that back and, and, and just
3: rip a handful out of his pants that it was not long-lived that, that Nicholas no. Joel ran. God, what in. an
0: alpha move. Just grab a hand. Did you guys ever do play sports where you showered with other dudes? I never, got, I never got to do that. That must have been fun. There must have been some crazy shit that happened.
3: The people I got woken that up a by part. a bare
1: butt-cheek fart on the face. After a, two day. <laughs> after a football two-day, I was laying on the bench <laughs> sleeping, and one of our linemen walks up to me, pulls his pants down, puts his butt cheeks on my cheek and farted.
0: <laughs> what if he would have sharted?
1: Dude, I would have, I would have, I probably would be dead.
0: I love it. that word, sharding. They're I'm like, Did that? They, they came, the other day, my son's like, Do girls shart? I'm like, Uh uh-huh.
4: huh. Like, oh. <laughs> girls,
3: girls. I've got a buddy who tries to convince me every time this comes up that everybody does it. And I always tell him that I've never sharded ever. You're, wow. You're wow. I've never like had an accidental of, like poop fart.
1: Wow. But- <laughs> wow. But have you ever shit yourself?
0: Hey, all that means no, is you don't ever. take risks, Hiller. That all that means is you don't take risks. That's all. That's all I hear. You're not. You don't take. So risks. you're
3: telling me that my buddy's right, and everyone in the world has shat themselves on accident at some point. Uh, I mean, right? with the exception of like toddlers, where that's always the caveat is that you know you can't control it when you're that old. <laughs> you don't even remember. And that
0: was, yeah. Um, strength and depth, uh, barbell complex. Shall we start there? Uh, Christoph and Houdet, two biggest lifts, uh, both in heat two. uh, Willie George with the second heat one, one in heat two. Oh, okay. Thank you. One in heat one, one in heat two. That means they suck. And, uh, Willie that George. That means they sucked on day one. It could be the
2: opposite of Joyelle. Correct. In fact, it basically was the opposite of
0: Joyelle for <laughs> Houdet. <laughs> oh, Joyelle. Uh, I'll be running the back end until the lovely Matt Souza comes. I apologize for my slow clicking of screens.
2: Um, does that mean Taylor's asking the questions? Yes, mm.
0: let's look at what happened here. Is um, is Willie George the real deal? Um, the commentators are saying that he's uh, uh, possibly top 10 uh, material at the games. Um, um, Mr. Self,
1: I think he, I think it'll all depend on his shoulder. Previously, like when he came onto the scene and 2018, I believe, um, with by couplet one and two. I remember he smashed those two workouts. Uh, He did really well. What was his overall placing, Brian, in 2018? 13th at the games? Yeah. yeah. He He was was top 10, right? He won by couplet
2: two. Yeah, he was 10th.
1: Yeah. So he's for sure a top 10 threat. It just is a matter of to me how, you know, it's tough coming back from injury and it takes time. So it's just, a you know, if not not this year, then for sure. Next, he's an extremely fit dude. Very athletic.
0: He's 29. Does he have a next year? Yes. All right. Sam Briggs is 40. I know. And and, and you, you know what? Did that, I think that era of that kind of athlete is, well, shit. I'd like to see someone else try that. I cannot believe she's, well, I guess it's still early. I cannot believe that she thinks that, it's going to be possible to go with a 65 kilogram <laughs> complex and then sit out for two. I mean, no, if that just,
2: she, if she that happens, I'm
0: joining the women. Next year, I'm doing it. I'm training hey, and up and, know what? and I'm entering the women's division.
2: She only did it to get the points because there's women who have withdrawn from the competition. So she had to record a lift. She gets 10 points for finishing last. Well, they didn't even start the competition, actually. It just wasn't a full field. And uh, why, why stress her body on the last two lifts if she's not going to beat anyone else when she's got three yeah. events that she could do well on coming up?
0: I hear you. I have some arguments to that. I'll tell you once we the rule, see the rest uh, you, you of the should, numbers.
2: The rules specifically say that you do not have to make three attempts. You have three available opportunities to make attempts.
0: I'm okay with that. It's just the minimum. What was the next lowest lift? Irrelevant. It's a point uh, it, system. z score
2: would address this issue.
0: But what? what's the next lowest lift? Let, 178.
3: Is which was how many kilograms? 176. Um, I'm not sure about the kilograms. It's listed in pounds on the website. And what did she get? It was
0: 33 pounds. 143. Got. Okay, so she would have had to gone up a lot just to beat the next person. I'm not arguing with her tactics. <clears throat> I just can't believe that, that, that
2: that's going to work.
0: She's Why? It's 40... not any worse than
2: Colton Merton's taking second to last on a Ropecom event, and he made it to the games.
1: He's exactly right.
2: I it's just that. a matter right. of
1: how. It's just a matter of how. Uh, how big can she go on these next two workouts? She said she would come on with Emma McQuaid. By the way, tomorrow.
0: Oh, she did. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Emma McQuaid and her will both come on. Yep. Close our eyes and you can't tell them apart when they talk. <laughs> you know,
1: I was noticing this is an interesting thing, kind of a sidetrack, but. Um, Who's the girl? Taylor Howe? Her accent is so like I, I. wonder what the kind of like nuance between like someone who's from London and someone who's like from the country or like different parts of the UK because her accent is so fucking different. Like it's. I wonder if she's would be like the redneck of Europe, <laughs> and that's not derogatory. I'm I'm a
2: redneck of the uh, of the UK. It, it is distinctive. Yeah, I had a chance so uh, after I'm a redneck. I year, can say redneck. I went up to North to North, uh, United Kingdom with, um, with a friend from over there and very, very different.
1: So, so North is like where it's, where they sound kind of so hard to understand.
2: Kind of like Boston.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: She's from Wales.
0: They're saying. Interesting. We don't even know what that means here in the United States. Is that a different country, a different state? Like, does that mean you bow to a different king? Like, we don't even know what that means. Sorry.
3: Somewhere in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty all,
3: sure it's not. You're on the same like island.
0: That. It's still cold and rains a lot. Who uh, day? Uh, 19th, 8th. And then, like you said, man, he did it. He, he did the Joyelle move, a first and a second. Uh, are, are we surprised that he got. S- I know we're not surprised at his first. Are we surprised at his second? Taylor. I am.
1: I'm a I'm, I'm not too supr- I'm not too surprised at that second place in that workout. There's a lot of strategy that goes into that, and I really do think Andre Huday is an incredibly smart competitor. Um, and he's very he's very high skilled. So no, I'm not very surprised at that.
4: Jr. I, mean, I just thought it was really impressive that he did that not racing against the fastest guys not racing against the heat three guys it's pretty impressive but also too just something good to note that if he does qualify for the games um this wasn't what i would consider a long workout however um this style of workout comparatively to workout one where it just wasn't a good one for him you know is his capacity more so in classic crossfit or can he Mm -hmm. translate that over to monostructural workouts
0: Uh, Um Hude, I, I just want to say something here real quick. Hude won the 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 bar complex with 330 pounds at strength and depth. The next workout that we're talking about, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, I don't know what his weaknesses are, but it was it was dumbbell deadlifts, handstand walk, box jumps, and toes to bar, and then some of that shit all over again. Uh, what was it in the first workout that crushed Hudey? He might be a bad runner.
2: Okay. He's a deceiving runner. He looks amazing when he runs. He has like yeah. a perfect form. He seems yep. like he's breathing well, but he's not actually that fast relative to the other guys.
1: And I wonder if that's a pain tolerance. I mean, what do you think, Brian? Do you think it's a pain tolerance thing? You think he just does not have good running capacity. <laughs> typically when you see someone and that's what, like that's what, in pain. that's what, well, that's what throws me off when I, when you watch someone run is when they look so smooth, that typically translates to you being a really good runner.
2: I wonder if I wonder how often he runs on the air runner relative to outside because he do, he looks better running outside.
1: I know he has an air runner. I, I follow him. He trains on it quite a bit, or at least it seems.
0: So, so is that is that what we're saying? His weaknesses. It's the so to kind of compare this to Ghee. Ghee, we've said it's his, It's just it's everything that goes long, but with Houdet, it's specifically running.
4: But I remember, totally. it's all, remember, it's all compared to this field of athletes. And I think Brian yeah. alluded to it yesterday that he was surprised by several of the athletes' performances on that workout specifically. Give me an example. Give me another example. What you mean?
0: Mr. Howell, can you give me another example?
4: Oh, yeah, sure. So he did, he did that performance on event one against this field of athletes. If this field of athletes... Um, Like if the field of athletes at the MAC or the syndicate had this workout at the beginning and Houdet was in that field, he may have gotten 10 spots higher because relative to the field, he wasn't as weak on that workout.
2: Okay. We're going to see the same thing with the women in, in inverse lifting in this field.
0: I feel like I'm missing the point with what Jr. saying. Because what he's saying is
1: this field is good, very, very good at that particular workout and compared to other semifinals. Like, like.
0: Possibly. For,
1: yeah, potentially. Yeah. But, I, but they're not. I but they're
0: not. It's an example, but it's not a true example. This field sucks. Oh.
3: <laughs> this field does not suck. Yeah, no. Okay.
0: Okay. I don't respect them.
3: Yeah. Well, cause cause they're not American. Teams. Well, that's probably right. All, right. All right. But they're very good. They're just I, not as strong as I thought they would be.
0: Uh, let's go down to Mr. Janikowski. Um, are we scared? He is in eighth place. He has 276 points. If you guys start talking about him being, oh, he's good for the last chance qualifier, that's bad. That's so I, annoying, too. I hate the last chance qualifier. Is is that Are we talking last chance qualifier for Janikowski already? Or are we like, At no, no, he's good. He's
1: points to crack the top five.
3: Huh? He's not going to crack Andre Houdet and Girmé. Oh no! I'm, I make That guy, I, mean, I
1: don't know, man. That guy, he's me, a brick he,
3: shit house. He's he got Looks it. like
1: an athlete that has a big weakness, and I bet it. I bet he gets exposed. On what's the his, his, his weakness?
3: Which what is one? Not Wait,
0: noticed. who are you talking about? Before you say who, before, who are you talking about? I
1: what, what's so funny, Brian? There's no R either. What do you think of yeah. Guillaume Briant?
2: yeah well, you're saying it way way more respectably than Andrew yeah. There's no R. Around. Yeah,
3: sorry. There's no R. <laughs> Whatever. Guillaume, he's a brick shit house and he's not being taken down. Like Janikowski, <laughs> maybe Reggie fossa The, the only like
2: a- the only outstanding question for for Guillaume is the lakeless rope climb workout. I mean, he, if you look at the mm. things he's done so far on this single modality test, the long monostructural structural, the weightlifting, those have been bad. And now we have a, basically a gymnastics test in isolation. And the other CrossFit style workouts, he's been good, and he's generally good in open uh, quarterfinal style stuff. anyway so we'd expect that, so I think he'll do fine on the last workout. So I just got to see it, whether Taylor's right about an implosion on the legless or not. I predicted 10th and a third.
1: Oh, 207. <laughs> I predicted 10th and a third. He's for
2: who? For <laughs> Briant?
0: For Briant? Or for Janikowski?
1: Briant. He has a 10-3, a 10-3. And and so oh, oh shit.
0: Three. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. it be wild if that happens. Thanks for explaining the good jokes to me, Taylor. Uh, I want to show you something, um, Taylor, um and Mr. Howell in reference to yesterday. Um, we were looking just now at uh Huday who has a 19th and a second, and we're we were speculating that maybe it's running. Look at him, he- uh, and then you can kind of see that same thing with Willie George, right? There's quite a difference, fourth and eleventh. And then uh look at um Henrik Hapalannon. Ha- Hapalanan. Ha- let's just call him Henrik, Yami's guy. <laughs> He's got a, f- a first and a fourth in those two workouts. So so, and and we know this this guy comes from a triathlete background, right? So just super engine.
2: Is that what we're seeing there? Was it Henrik who had a triathlete background? I think he's talking about Ludwig Hansen's marathoning background, but you know, oh. right, It's, right. Show, I'm, it's I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I helped. That.
0: <laughs> Ludwig Henrik, whatever. <laughs> that was oh a bad, that was a that's
3: play. what Brian's laughing at. He's just laughing at our pronunciation. Uh, so so
0: what's going on with Henrik here? What what are your thoughts on, on this first? Stefan, event? if
2: I told you that uh, Henrik has guaranteed another event win tomorrow, would you pick the legless Rope Climb or the Thruster Burpee and Biking Workout?
1: He takes big shots on the Echo Bike, doesn't he?
0: I'm going to say Thruster. Uh, wh- uh, what was he? What was Thruster Burpee, what, Echo Bike? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, man. That's, uh, how long is that one? What's the
2: time cap on that one? Sure. It's longer than the Rope Climb's.
0: I'm gonna give I'm gonna say that one. I'm gonna say that one. That guy, that guy looks like he's gonna be amazing at nine-minute workouts of just work, nine to fifteen minutes. <clears throat> Which one? Which one's he gonna take
2: first, on Brian? Well guess we'll see. No, but we it do is. Do you cannot do
3: that. You don't gotta make a, that. <laughs> make a call.
2: Make a call. Okay, fine. I, I have heard that he will be in contention for the win on the rope climbs. Wow.
1: Right. Yeah, because I was remembering he, he didn't he didn't uh my radar at the rogue invitational when they had that 24 20 workout and that's kind of what it reminds me of um and he was in that field i think i think at that point in the season he was it's he's it seemed like he didn't come into it like with a ton of fitness that he was trying to carry through the games um but i specifically remember not it sounds
2: like uh, from talking to people who know him it seems it sounds like the rogue Invitational was actually a, a kind of a turning point for him he felt like he learned more in that competition than he did at the games. And he's wow. refocused his training since then. And uh, it feels good about the progress he's made in the areas he's targeted coming off a of rogue, leading into this part of the season. Nice.
0: So so let me just ask you this before I go down. I want to go down to um, and talk about Christoph Horvath. But are we saying that Janikowski is not going to the CrossFit Games
4: through this? I'm sem- not I'm saying out? that. Yeah, I'm I think not. everyone down to ninth is, is, is well within reach right now. Yeah, the good thing about tomorrow's workouts and – Potentially the most detrimental thing about tomorrow's workouts is that they're very, very narrow margins of error, and they're both, for the guys, probably going to be seven minutes or less. Definitely the legless. And then that twenty-one fifteen-nine 9 workout has a nine-minute cap for both male and female. So those times are going to be a lot faster for the males. So you'll see tons of separation like every 30 seconds on both of those workouts.
0: And they're both pretty pretty CrossFitty workouts too.
2: Hmm. The first no? one's kind of, is it can be a bit of a specialty one. And we talked about these guys have referenced <laughs> it. This is a, a deep field. There's a lot of guys that can pop up. So if you are just slightly b- below average on this one, instead of taking a 10th, you could take a 15th, and that could be too many points gone.
1: What do you think about the body composition of some of these guys, Brian?
2: There's a lot of guys. Do you have someone specific in You're mind? You're asking the wrong person. You had either a Savant or me
3: about the body composition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, movie.
0: yeah. Brian has never even seen a body. He, everyone just well, looks why, like ones well, and nose to him. That. Brian just why
3: sees you, the matrix. Why are you asking Brian?
1: I what do you th- I, because I just wanted to hear what his take was on it. He gives a very technical take, and I didn't want to right, hear right, Savant right. call anybody fat.
3: Look
0: at PD Savage, 15th, 14th, 15th, 15th. you want to hear Brian say it. <laughs>
2: You what think about so you t- say, like, Are you are you suggesting all the men in Europe are competing with a healthy amount of body fat?
1: It, it's interesting. I, I mean, did did you not notice that?
0: I didn't notice that, Alex. Alex, I did notice Alex Kudelis's
2: body, though. What's a healthy amount, Brian? Well, enough. Yeah, that Brian. You're what's de- a healthy amount? Not depleted before the competition begins.
0: Who who would you say is a fat boy, Taylor? Who'd you say is a fat boy? <laughs> I asked. No, no, put, I turn asked it on, Brian. Turn it on him.
1: I asked Brian what he thought. Can we please get a, a, an answer?
0: Willie George I, looks like a fucking special forces nightmare.
1: GI
5: <laughs> <laughs> Willie, dude. He's
1: the Yeah, only yeah. I, I mean, and you, who are you are talking about? Just who, storm who are you the castle.
3: Someone, um, can we put
2: Taylor on the back end and then you go back to asking the questions? Okay.
3: Yes. yes. Uh um, he wanted to talk about PD Savage and is even finishes.
0: But uh, let's, I want to talk about Christoph and then I want to move on to the women. Um, Christoph here, uh, just because of the home cooking show, he's a friend of the show. He's always been good to us. A 14th, 26th. Brian said he needed good finishes. Are these, um, good finishes, Brian, this first and this fifth.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think he would have expected to win with that number out of the first heat today. So I think he's probably thought he could have a top five, but to get the win there is probably a little bonus for him. And, um, if we're being honest it really looked like Huday could have gone for that right. win. He moved mm, that barbell yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And then uh the fifth place is great. Again, he's coming out of the first heat, so he's, you know, he doesn't have that opportunity. He neither did Huday to necessarily race against the other guys and uh fifth place off first seat oh, always good. He took 180 out of 200 available points. I don't know what much more he could have asked for. He could do well on the Lagos rope climb. He's a big guy, but uh the last workout should be good for him either way. So, we'll see. Uh The last workout being the echo bike thruster burpee,
1: legless yep. run. I thought oh. legless run was event six.
0: No. Okay. E- either way, is that Alice
1: has uh, it as event six? Got so it. So
0: he can crush the, he can crush the bike, right? And he can crush the thrusters. It's 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 just the burpees that were is going to
2: be Kristoff's. The question? Sure, they'll be the worst of the three things for him, but I think he can manage those just fine.
3: What do we talk about, Christoph Horvath? For he's in twelfth. He's going to stay down. Friend there. of the show.
2: Friend of the show. Because he's friend, friend of the show. friend
3: friend of the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this show sorry. is not I'm new. Here. This, this show is not fair and balanced. I, I want to talk about Reggie Fossa who's sitting in seventh. <laughs> okay, do he's it. A, he's ahead of Yonikoski. Is, is he we fat, Taylor? Is he fat? Is Reggie Fossa
0: fat? Hold on. I don't know. Do you think he is?
3: I don't. I don't even know. I
0: can't even remember what
3: he looks. like. You guys, like. all right. He doesn't look like freaking Willie George's. I'll say it god all right now now let's talk about making making it looks it up like i
1: look right now and i haven't worked out in a month
3: that's awfully rude he's performing better he can he's killing people knees.
1: i know and it's, <laughs> that's what i'm saying dude it's crazy to me
3: yeah he's doing he's, real well is that the one you want to talk about i'll bring him up.
1: no I'll not only about. him
3: all right well how, brian how are his fourth and his sixth like stacking up for impossibly making a push is it going to happen this is good. This is, uh,
2: this is the kind of the best he's ever done in one of these situations. He is, um, like from my perspective, is just getting messages from people relative to what he's done in the past. He's the most overrated person I've ever seen. Mm. But I do think that he's got a lot of potential. He's very good on certain styles of workouts. And by very good, I mean like has the potential to have worldwide wins in some workouts, in an open setting even. Um, fourth and sixth is good. He hasn't had a really bad finish yet. I think it's all going to come down to the rope climbs for him. I think it will be fine on the, on the last one again.
1: Uh, yeah, I have a big We're question about on the rope climb. He seems like a guy who just, he was at water and he seems like he just has a really good ability to hurt bad, which I think is what, Keep you know, a, a lot of people like that in a competitor. So when they see somebody who can hurt so bad, they're like, Oh, this guy's going to be fucking sick. Um, but the rope climbs, I have a question mark about,
0: he looks like he could be in the mafia.
1: Yeah, he just looks like a kid who like grew up in like the Southie of London and was just like beat the yeah, shit like, out of people. Scroll down yeah, a He event. looks like a hell
0: out of The Sopranos.
1: He looks like a gangster, dude.
3: Yeah, so gangster. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there you go. What do you think, Sylvain? Yeah, no, there I is.
0: don't think. No, like no, no. Peaky that's blinders. Good. Like Peaky blinders. No, he looks good. Out. I like him. Peaky, I like peaky him. blinders. I like that body. And look, he got the skull on his chest. He's fine. I ain't saying shit. Yeah, he'll kill you. He's yeah, in the mafia. I
4: ain't saying
3: shit. I ain't saying nothing. He'll qualify for the games and then kill you. All right, how about the women? Hey, hey, let I me ask if, you this, this, Taylor. Let
0: way. me ask you this: Do you think that if he lost five pounds, it would help his performance? Is that what you are saying? No, be no. leaned up.
1: I mean, I because because I,
0: I do see that in some athletes. Well, I think, oh, you probably could do better.
1: Justin Medeiros doesn't compete super lean. Um, I think you look at someone like Noah, and you could make an argument for him competing too lean. Um, but I think it's just it's the. De- dependent so dependent from person to person and just like what what naturally your how your body likes to carry weight i mean you
0: know. look at fraser fraser was like a fucking hairy teletubby
1: <laughs> uh i don't know that's the other thing is there were some times where matt didn't look so lean and then there were other times where like in 2018 he looked leaner than fucking noah like he looked like he was ready to fucking like straight out of prison
4: um, <laughs> Noah
3: said he was too heavy at the games not long ago you think he competed too lean then
1: um, you think he would have
3: had to have gotten bigger, than like a
2: 225 Noah?
1: No, no, I don't think he needs to be heavier. I just think, like, look at Noah. It just looks like he Self, has yeah. a what
2: do, Self, what do you think about uh, 2021 games version of Howell? Was that was that good amount of leanness?
1: JR, JR, JR doesn't eat anything but red meat, fruit. That's oh, it. Yeah. He's shredded. And I've he been on a pretty diet. Hey, um, guys. Do you, wanna, do
0: you guys, guys want to talk guys. about the? Do you guys want to talk about this? Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Go ahead,
2: Brian. No, I just wanted to bring that up to, as an example. Different different things work for different guys.
0: Yep. And exactly. I think that
2: when you when you I think you're I just saw about, Townsend say he eats McDonald's, so that works too. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but, but <laughs> I think him. like that's you know Noah has now nev- has still not reached his goal, and so year to year he's trying to make adjustments to refine things to maybe give him a chance to do that. So to compete lean one year and a little bit heavier another year makes sense when you're trying to just break into the upper upper echelon when you're already established as a games athlete.
0: Dude, look at this guy's profile pic. By the way, I definitely have body fat inhibiting my testosterone production, but Hey dude, you got to switch that. (laughs) You got to switch that profile pic. Do you have a DM me? I'll I'll, get coach you through that.
3: Um, I'm actually reading something about how people who abuse PEDs and give out diet plans tend to give diet plans with too little fat in them because when you take PEDs, all of a sudden you don't need your body to produce testosterone. I'm getting on a rant here. So, that all of a sudden, they forget because it's their bias towards a low fat diet and you need to eat fat to produce a healthy hormone profile.
1: That's the gist that. of what I'm
3: saying. Yeah, fat is good. Fat's awesome. I eat so, yeah. One day, like 300 grams of fat, and I felt awesome. <laughs> uh, Mr. Townsend says that is true. Hillary. <laughs> I think he might be talking about the McDonald's thing, though. Oh. Um,
0: there you um, let me uh Sevon, you always say that we've chatted several times on IGO, so I haven't given you any advice. All right. Um uh Morning Chocolate reported yesterday um in two separate articles that strength and depth did make some adjustments to the ring height for the athletes. Uh I we we love
3: that, right? Yeah, yeah thank you. Even if everyone tells you no, do the right thing, right? The right thing is always the right thing. Do you want to yeah. caveat that with the Atlas game saying "fuck you"? We're not moving anything, but Dominic. we will throw athletes at the rings.
0: Let's leave that uh, till tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll we'll do some uh, bashing. Uh, do we want to talk? Does anyone want to talk about say anything about this documentary that they keep pushing? Next Generation. I I just want to yes. say one thing about it. Okay, I go ahead. has thoughts. Awesome.
1: I want yeah. I want Brian's thoughts. I thought what he said was fucking perfect, and I want to I want to hear him kind of get a little deeper into that. Delve a little
0: deeper. I don't want to spend too much time on it. You get to say one thing.
2: <laughs> I already said what I wanted to say.
0: Okay. Uh, I want to see what Brian has to say. Go over to his Instagram account. Um, he, yeah. It's, thought,
1: Dave's not even in the fucking commercial. He's
0: well, I don't care. In I don't care about that it, um, because I'm not worried about DEI shit. There's probably other Mexicans in it, but uh, this thing, how it starts in the beginning with Tia Toomey justifying um, her, her, how much she trains and that she's a professional athlete is a fucking embarrassment. It is an embarrassment to the sport. Tia doesn't need to justify anything to anyone about how much she trains. I she, they should just have her be like, Hey, I'll go against anyone, anytime, anywhere. Fuck you. Let's do it. That's what, that's what the five times champ says. Not I would put against my training against anyone else's training because I think I'm a professional app. No, no, no yeah,
1: it's the narration was just kind of
0: it's so defensive. It, it, it's like it, it, we, we have nothing to prove
1: and the other part of it. No is one like, wants
0: any of Tia. nobody. We all know that. nobody. Go ahead, sorry Taylor.
1: what was what what I kind of like laughed at was when Sean Woodland, no offense to Sean Woodland, I don't know, but when he was saying like, oh, you can't really do it part-time anymore. It was like they they literally took that line from a previous documentary and it was one from like 2016 and i was like Holy <laughs> fucking, this is just the same exact thing we've heard year after year can you just create something new please
0: the best thing is when tony in 2008 and every second count says this shit could kill you that's it yes good it's fucking hard no one wants any yeah. of tia no one wants any of matt there's nothing to prove just show us these guys grinding and going to war <clears throat>
1: Did they show a slow mo replay?
0: Of- it's beautifully edited. The audio is awesome. I hate to take a shot at it. It's beautiful. I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful. But but I just I'm embarrassed for Tia every time I hear that opening thing. I mean I'm, I'm truly I'm embarrassed for. Her. I get up and walk away. <laughs> just tell me how great you are. I don't need you telling me that you train as hard as anyone. Just tell me how great you are.
1: I do think it's pretty ridiculous that they have shots of people testing workouts at the ranch and and the person who programmed the 2021
0: games is not featured at all oh. interesting yes oh, you guys want to hear what brian said about it i don't wait to watch
3: the same thing that's been out for as many years it's the exact same freaking thing every single year yep like, if you watched them consecutively you'd be bored out of your mind after the second one because it's just like uh, oh here's an event here's an event, i don't know event. i like, I like 2016, it I like
1: 2016 it. 2016 and then the 2017 documentary were, were really cool back to back um i thought the 2018 like the missing documentary that they just came out with i didn't like that one um some of the newer ones have just been trash
2: right you care if we over play over. a little bit of this brian i'll just talk about it okay go ahead talk you about now it. you'll talk about it <laughs> no, talk about you guys got me fired up by continuing to talk about it so. let's <laughs> fucking go Mission accomplished i guess no i just think look rage, rage, rage. if you think about the, if you think about the documentaries o- over time They've always really been about the top person or the top two people. And so this year in general with the semifinal coverage, you know, one of the things I've been trying to do is to create more coverage for more people. So the documentary in theory, the next gen is probably doing that where it's focusing on the next wave that's coming in. I just think it's maybe a year or two early because I'm, when I'm looking back at last year's CrossFit games, I think I actually misspoken that Instagram video. I said five of the six, all six of the podium finishers from last year have finished on the podium previously. So there's no one in the next generation in that regard that busted onto the scene last year and did anything great. You have to go down to seventh place.
0: It should actually be old pregnant lady takes third.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or old injured professor takes third.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: that'd be awesome. But the the point is there's, it's very obvious during this semifinal season that the next generation is coming, but we've, we've, by putting this title out there, we're kind of, jumping the gun on it. because I think what you're going to see from a big wave of athletes this year that are in the, for the women down to 17 years old and for the men, maybe from 20 to 25 years old is an influx into the top of the leaderboard. I still don't know if they're going to be able to crack into the podium though. And so I just feel like it was a little bit early for that title. Unless they only follow around the people
3: in seventh through 12th place. And then they have, like, Mal O'Brien and Carrie Gee. Is the movie out? Can you see the movie? Is it out? I think it's just that preview, right? That's what we're talking about.
1: Sevon, you should do, like, a Patreon podcast with Dave about what he thinks about all of the semifinal programming. And I would pay $50 on pay-per-view for that fucking show.
0: <laughs> and then, and then if we say anything bad and people get upset, we'll be like, well, it doesn't matter. It was behind a paywall. We can say whatever we want.
1: So people would pay so much money for that.
0: <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to say what something else too, by the way, that I just saw in the chat, people were talking about diversity and stuff. I don't know what States you're from or where you're from in the, in the, in the country. But if you ever went to a, a, a regional in California, um, people who look like Taylor were the minority. It's always been like that in CrossFit. If you ever went to the semifinals or the regionals or any of that shit, anywhere in the state of California, it was like a fucking melting pot. A complete melting pot. Because it was because it, it was actually an affiliate event, event when the regionals. So there'd be affiliates just showing up with all Mexicans, all black people, all Filipinos, all what, like, and they would just be just staking their claim. And it was cool as shit. Um, I want to talk about, speaking to Next Generation, I want to show this uh, clip, uh, Souza. could you pull it up? It's of Emma Lawson at 14. And I don't know which commentator said it, but they said uh, uh, Emma Lawson started CrossFit Emma at the age. Terry?
1: No, Emma Lawson. Emma awesome. Lawson
0: started CrossFit at the age of four uh, at seven, and wow. she was a competitive dancer until the age of thirteen or fourteen, at which point she turned all of her attention to CrossFit. Hearing this, this makes sense about what we were talking about yesterday. We were critiquing everyone's movements, and then when we came to Emma Lawson, everyone's like, Joel uh, Cadet, by the way. Was it Joel Godet? Okay, thank you, Joel. I mean, they, they, I mean, she moves. No, no one has any criticism for her movements. Uh, Can you pull that up, Sousa? It's um, clean and jerk. JR what do you think about that at 14 195 buttery buttery <laughs> she she is put J, put JR in uh, 15 minutes timeout Souza, uh Sousa, for using that <laughs> term on this show please thank you <laughs> 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 saying it was smooth would not have done that justice yeah i know it's uh Taylor what do you think about that movement great i mean it's great she's
1: 14
3: that's crazy
0: uh Mr Hiller
3: I think that when I was that old, I couldn't back squat 135, and it's impressive as all hell. <laughs> Dude, I didn't I do—I couldn't, couldn't do that much at 18, so that's at 14. That's awesome.
1: That's nuts. I didn't—I don't think I ever squatted with a barbell until I was like 18.
0: Uh, Mr. Friend, yeah. is she being completely overshadowed by Mal O'Brien? Is it a huge mistake
2: not to be like Emma Lawson's the just? Um. I mean, obviously she's good, but, uh, you know, no. well, Mal is she, better, already, is she better than Mal? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's, you uh, know, but she also, also hasn't had the opportunity yet. You know, she's It's okay, it's a sport. We're allowed to talk
0: year. about it. It's okay, it's a sport. We're allowed to talk about it. We can say who's better.
2: Yeah, can no, we but say that? We, because that's what I was
3: thinking with her. Like, we're watching her just, you know, kind of beat up the, the Atlas games. And then over the Granite games, we kept saying how it was the weakest female field. So that's was, why the games are going
4: to be so cool. Now that we know all the fields, let's rank the female fields from one to eight and where Atlas falls and then where Granite falls.
0: Oh, that'll
2: be fun. Let's do that next week. That'll be great.
1: I, I think I would say, okay, we could do that next week, but I would like to say I think Torian's obviously the hardest field. For Relative feet. to the number
2: of game spots available, yes. I'm parlaying my Joel energy. Lowlands is the deepest one to ten.
1: Lowlands was deep for sure. That's, yeah. man.
0: Um, I want to talk about this stance with these kettlebells that everyone used. Um bit, almost their feet touching, some people with their feet touching. Uh Brian, is this a smart stance? Is, is is everyone was doing it. That's how I do it. Yeah. Uh Taylor, you like that stance?
1: That's that's pretty much how you do a kettlebell deadlift. <laughs>
3: Man, Hiller, <laughs> Hiller? If you think back to the first time you saw kettlebell deadlifts at the games, you would see them all doing them that way, and it's just kind of the way that they're going to hang from your shoulders. It makes it easier, yeah.
1: I will say there were some guys that looked fucking butt ugly on that movement, like slinging the kettlebells back and forth. Did you not see any of that, Hiller?
3: Yeah, that's annoying. I I don't like watching that, but it just, just looks so is.
1: bad. Yeah, it just looked not. That's that what are. happens
3: when you do d- kettlebell deadlifts of things under two hundred pounds of kettlebell, though. Yeah. They can, does, they mean, can kind exactly. of maneuver them with their shoulders and it's not a it good was, look. No, now this guy, Yash both.
0: Gami says, I mean, look at his name, but he says, stands, he says he stands with his feet six inches apart. Yeah. I just, I, 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 I just couldn't have my feet. Yes. I just wouldn't feel comfortable with my feet like that. It'd be pinching my balls seven well, seconds or less.
1: Here's the thing. You have to stand with the kettlebells. You have to stand with a feet stance narrow enough to where your kettlebells can rest at shoulder width distance. And the fact that the handles, are uh, at shoulder width and the bell gets wider and pushes into your legs you just physically can't widen your feet out unless you're holding the kettlebells out
0: gravity you're saying it's that gravity Those. i'm saying Nash has right? has
1: skinny ass legs if he's standing feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: mr howell y- y- you agree someone yeah. just shut up that's the way it works
4: yeah, if you think about when you do a conventional barbell deadlift, the weight is in front of you, so it's in the front of your shin. When you're doing kettlebell deadlifts, the weight is going beside your feet. So if you don't stand with your feet like that and bow your knees out, you're just going to beat your shins to death.
0: Um, On that note, can we bring up Andrew
3: Hiller's video? I don't know how you have time to make this shit. Kudos to you. I, you're a boss. I'm, I'm becoming efficient, and I was oh. going to work out, but then I couldn't pass it up. I had to do it. And I am so pissed off! I forgot to press the captions button on on Instagram, and I found yeah. out a half hour later.
0: Andrew Hiller is going to get as chunky as who is the guy? Who is the guy from the mafia? Me. Price hey, Taylor.
3: Well, that's good.
0: Um, can you pull up that uh, Hiller's Instagram and show us that um, Katrin David's Doder video? Uh, Earbud says Katrin's judge brain blood was in his boner. Oh my goodness! My goodness. <laughs>
1: His it's brain tough. blood went to, was in his boner.
3: <laughs> I can't see, I lost all the blood to my eyes. Can we say that? Okay,
0: uh, so this is a post from Andrew Hiller's uh, Instagram account. It says, For everyone who asked, no, I didn't see Katrin, um's deadlifts. I'm not sure how her judge did either. I think that's like some sarcasm, basically saying that she didn't do any. Uh, and then he quotes something that was said by one of the commentators when she needs to she can really ride the line here with these deadlifts. She is so aware of that as well. I think maybe you took that out of context. Is that out of context? Go ahead and listen. He'll hear it. Okay, okay, here we go. Position before.
4: 50 kettlebell deadlifts
1: here.
0: When she needs to, she can really ride the line here with these deadlifts. And she is so aware
3: of that as well. I'm pushing the pace. David Davidson, 50 reps unbroken. Katrin really riding the line there with those deadlifts. Katrin okay, pause this. Hit-
0: Pause this. What
3: oh, oh n- not get rid of it. Pause it. What don't you like about that? You you is her hip not opening all the way? If we're being entirely honest, I was plugging clips together so that you can hear what the judges are saying in a certain way. And oh. I wasn't grabbing the worst of the deadlifts. And okay. I did I didn't put a segment in there where you can see that she's clearly not extending her knees or her hips. And it's usually the knees that look weird. And the judge just does not appear to be looking at her at all. he's just like, Yeah, whatever. Have a great day. Carry on 50. Oh yeah. I'm sure he did 50. You're catching David's daughter. Move away. That's that. That's just the the vibe I'm getting from the judge. And what's up? Why don't you get
0: off her back? She's with Yami Tinkin and she's not even with Ben Bergeron anymore. Why can't she just like,
3: it's got nothing to do with Bergeron at this point. This is just nothing. I mean, okay. There you go. There you go. When you see it, you'll shit bricks. You ever go to that website? That was one of my favorite websites. (laughs) It's like when you uh, see it. It's like there's the no rep. Jr, do you have a problem with these with these reps?
4: Um, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't appear like the hips and knees are reaching full extension.
3: Uh, all the judge had to do was say no rep one time, and I'm sure she would have opened up her knees and her hips more. And it's the shoulder position makes it appear worse because the, the a proper like good deadlift position, you kind of look down a little bit. It makes everything look worse, but that doesn't mean that she's extending her knees and her hips either. But that that was the Josh Bridges fisheye camera excuse back in the day. Like, yeah, it's C.J. Martin standing right there and we're looking at him doing a bunch of deadlifts, and because he's like hunched over the top a little bit, it's how you deadlift when you're deadlifting efficiently. But still, here if you can't use that excuse because you can watch her knees and her hips not like snap open.
0: Taylor, do you have a problem with this? Should the judge have said something?
1: Uh, you know gotta trust the guy on the ground but i do think we should be paying judges and it needs to be professionalized
4: okay
0: uh brian do what do you have any comments on on this range of motion i'm with jr
3: just <laughs> well, blind as a I, bat
0: I, what jr's blind as a bat? what did jr no, say oh he
1: said that she's not reaching knee or hip extension
3: okay good I'm glad it doesn't that's
1: appear that. from the camera angle it doesn't appear that she's reaching knee or hip extension
3: okay and he's right and, that, and i'm she saying is, she isn't that not that yeah. it appears that she isn't and
1: it's binary Movement it standard <laughs> is <laughs> sorry <you> know, jr <laughs> no i mean it's The the movement standard's binary, yes or no.
3: Can somebody in the comment section, whoever sent me the the post that I sent to Sevon to play with the athlete dropping the barbell, and then they decided to play it back in slow motion, where did that come from? I'm going to show you guys something that just happened at the Atlas
0: Games. Uh, If you are squirmish, you do not want to see this. Oh, it's bad. Hey, you guys saw it already?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When did this happen? Five to ten minutes ago. My goodness. Fucked. My goodness. Uh, Roll it. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to do a screen share. Oops. Share. Share screen. Okay, here we go.
3: (laughs) Oh, boy. Action. Action.
4: Boom.
3: Oh, it whips. They, they, and
1: they, uh... Slow mode, it which is oh man, God. This is from
2: this is from the event, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah it at the event,
2: letter, heat, heat one, yeah. What is it? What is it, Brian? Alice games team snatch letter event, heat uh, men's heat one.
1: That reminds me of my skateboarding accident in 2019.
2: <laughs> How does
3: this remind you? Of a I don't skateboarding think
1: accident. <laughs> 'Cause that's exactly what my knee did in twenty nineteen.
3: Oh, I'm like you did yeah, Oh my goodness. That ring. is just fucking brutal. It was it was bad, yeah. That looks just that's like uh Blair so Chatman in Granite Games last year. His wasn't first uh, event. I
1: watched his and it didn't look that
3: bad. It did you didn't have like that whip doing.
1: No, his like freaking – it was like
0: Let me uh like let me say one more thing, thing here. Ryan I don't know if broke. this let me say one right. more thing here too, guys. I don't know if this is true, but we're also hearing a report that something similar to this happened at Copa, Sur And that the reason why he didn't do his second lift was because he saw that, th- that he was at, out of respect or just out of just like, keep getting his head clear, man, brutal. I hope that dude's okay. I hope that dude heals quickly. I'm trying to think like, yeah, that's not a good spot for your arm. All right. Uh, the kind of stuff that you only get live on this show. Um, Let's talk about uh this girl from Iceland Solvig.
1: It's one of uh Strong,
0: strong. Oh, she also works out. Let's not let's talk about Patrick Vellner. Mr. Vellner. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, Yes. we can see which is even better. More fun Sweet. to look it's at funny. than listen to. Uh did you did you take a risk or is that just you were you just cruising out there
5: uh you referring to those muscle ups
0: just the whole yeah that for sure but the whole shebang every rep that you went on
5: <clears throat> um yeah i think that was a it was, uh, was kind of like the first workout where you just had to do something you had to do whatever you were going to do on those muscle-ups and then you had to deal with the consequences. So I'm pretty good at muscle-ups, so I figured I would go kind of aggressive and try to get out ahead, bank like three snatches before anybody got there and then just try to hold everybody at arm's length. And that's That's kind of how it played out.
0: You cracked a joke yesterday um, when I said for you to come on the show. You said you couldn't come. Your wife wouldn't let you because you didn't win the events. Um, But I'm guessing there was a... A little bit of truth there like not not like whole truth but the spirit of that was there, there was something there um
2: obviously it's true now he's one and he's here <laughs>
5: it was actually more, i think by the time i saw my phone it was like late because we didn't we finished late here like between events now we actually have a big gap because we don't wait left till like 9 p.m
0: um so but were you a little the annoyed the
5: venue it's late
0: it looked like you could win both those events yesterday. It looked like you probably could have won them. Like if it was a game situation, you probably would have pushed them to get them. Maybe
5: there's a couple. Nick was really good yesterday. Frankly, I, I actually, is that had what you call date.
0: him? Can we call him that? Is that what you call him? Or is is what is that his real yeah. name? Yeah.
5: I call him Nick. I'm sure. Okay.
0: We, we, call him, we call him Joel on this show, but okay. Nick, <laughs> Joelle,
5: Nick. It's jo- if you want to be <clears throat> more accurate, it's joy. Joyer. Not, not L, Al.
0: Al, Joal.
5: Um, Joal
0: and Samuel.
5: But yeah, uh, he was uh, very, very good yesterday. Like I actually had a really good day. There's not much to be disappointed about in the second and the third place finish. Um, I really expected in that first workout, uh, we kind of came out at the same time on the lunges and he broke at 30 feet and I was kind of breaking every 30 feet each round. So I expected because he broke at 30 feet that he would break at the next 30 feet, and then again, which is what I was going to do because my shoulders were tired. But I was like, oh, just get on the back on the bar fast, and then uh, you'll get on the bar faster than him, and you'll win." And then so I got I got to the second to the 60 foot section before him, and I dropped it, took a quick break, and then he just didn't drop, and he did 60 feet unbroken, which I could not have done. So uh, props to him; he was fantastic, and that was a, a great play. He was really, really good on the handstand pushups.
0: You, and, hit well. uh, you hit it well. You hit it well. You looked zero fatigued. You hit it well. I mean, you weren't candlely green uh, or?
5: My front rack didn't feel very hot by the end there. But uh, Your front rack looked marvelous then, from
0: where I sat. Your front rack looked Yeah, beautiful.
5: and that second one, both those workouts yesterday hurt pretty bad. Like that second one too, I came out aggressive. and That's kind of been the plan this weekend is to be a bit aggressive and just kind of try some things. I don't think I have a, a really big risk of not making the game. So, you know, we don't get a lot of opportunities to practice game time skills and pressure situations. So it's kind of a good chance to, when the lights are on, like see what you, how you can perform with aggressive plans and, and strategies. So same thing on this muscle-up one. I was like, you know, we talked about being more conservative and I said, forget it, like, let's go 2010 on muscle-ups, get off around two minutes, and then try to just hold everybody off. Um, and yeah, that's what we did. So it's fun, it's fun to do that. But yeah, like I said, second and third yesterday was actually quite good. Um, the more annoying things is like the fact that the same guy won both workouts was annoying, but not something you can control. And it was also annoying that Jeff finished right behind me in both workouts and I haven't had anybody middle him. And then he did the same thing again today and he's probably going to knock my block off on the weightlifting tonight. So I'm going to lose a few points, I think uh, this evening. So I got to do what I can on that weightlifting. And then, um, you know, I'm going to, uh, fleece him tomorrow for all the points I can get.
0: Well, um, there was, a, there was an interesting moment, um, yesterday, um, you were doing handstand pushups and, and you're, you're in a, a pretty tight confined area where it looks like you could actually put your hands out and touch both handstand walls. It's like, Seven, it, was, it was
5: worse. It was worse than it looked on camera.
0: <laughs> Did you get pissed?
5: Uh, Uh, i was like kind of just like dumbfounded (laughs) it was i was unbelievable i only
0: you didn't even flinch we showed it on this show you You didn't didn't even flinch how close was the lens from your nose if that was my nose would it have hit it
5: i would probably stand like picture if you're standing like you're going to kick up on a parallette you're standing like two feet from the parallette yeah so that's what i'm where i'm standing and he walked between me and the parallette and it, it was like the first round. Like I did a quick set of six and then I was going to do two, three quick sets of three. So I came down, took like two breaths and I was about to kick back up. I was like leaning in and he just like panned by like, and I had to stop and be like, I
4: don't like,
3: know how you didn't what? murder this man. Dude, how did the, the whole screen him?
0: was your face. My 90 inch TV was just Pat Vellner for a second. I was like, Holy shit.
3: It was
5: funny. I almost laughed. I was like, this is cannot be happening. Like,
3: he just, you can't, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't know, train that, that composure. Nice,
5: <laughs> and a nice slow pan. I got a nice slow pan shot uh, coming by, and then I just kicked up and did my. my
0: yeah, you rep. had to. Um, we, a, we watched same, it in slow motion. As as well, but, uh, we watched it in slow motion, and you, or we watched it several times. You actually had to pause for a second, uh, half a second yeah, to let had to him go by him to walk by. until yeah. I, I
5: could kick out. for sure, it was. Uh, anyway, I don't think I've ever had a camera person like you get some camera people pretty close to you sometimes, and like. You know, when I was walking, lunging in that workout, I guy like four feet from me backpedaling as I was walking towards them, It was kind of annoying. Um, but people get close to you sometimes and you got to just kind of ignore it. Some competition floors are really tight uh, and you just sort of get used to dealing with that claustrophobia. But I've never had someone walk in between me and the equipment I'm using. Um, and that was like wild. Like imagine if you were doing like, imagine today we're doing those singles on the snatches. And you go, one, <laughs> two, and then a cameraman walks between you and your bar. <laughs> like, I was just like, it was like, yeah, I, I was shocked. Like, I was, maybe looked like composure, but I just like, I didn't even know how to react. And it was like, oh, a minute you didn't workout, flinch. So you like, didn't
0: flinch. Whatever.
5: Anyway, it was. Uh,
0: and these are, yeah, these no, are the little, these aren't the little cameras like that um, I use or the buttery b- boys use. This is like a big fucking rig that's like sitting on this guy's shoulder. It's like a fucking monster, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, I was trying not to notice, <laughs> really. I just, but
0: it's crazy. It, it was
5: funny. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I've had a lot of people ask me about it, and it was hilarious. My Michelle, my coach, was fucking screaming out because where they were, like the it was like the ski, the handstand push up, and the coaches were allowed to stand right at the gate behind the ski. <laughs> so oh, here it like is, ten feet away, right? And like afterwards, it, it's funny. She even if she's like. Did you notice that camera guy walked right in front of you? He was like, yes, I noticed. <laughs> he
4: almost touched me
5: with his camera. I was like, yeah, I, I noticed. Look at that. Wow.
4: <coughs>
5: yeah, he must be zoomed out too. because
3: He must be zoomed out.
5: Like, I would have thought that was like a full nose shot that he got. Anyway. Yeah,
3: and you're like, like
5: there's not a lot of space there. Like that's like the way, the like the length of my torso. is like how much space there was for him to walk through.
3: Is Michelle anyway, back there? Can we see her? Hey,
5: um, yeah, she's back behind my seat, probably. She's wearing a white shirt, I think.
0: When you're on the skier, she's holding a cell phone up, um, it, it's for you to look at. What's on that cell phone? Is that, I didn't ever actually see you look up at it, but is that just a timer? So you know how fast you're going? Yeah, it was clock. Okay. Um,
5: there, there's only one clock at their venue and it's right in the middle of the floor, like flat to the floor, basically, I guess you'd say like parallel to the lanes. So you can only kind of see it if you're in the middle of the floor and you look because it's a TV screen. It's not a clock. So if you look at it from down the floor, like where the skis are, sometimes you just get glare. So you can't really see where you are. And even in that workout, it's hard to like look at the clock except when you're lunging or if you're on the ski, but on the ski, you're facing the other direction. So it's just kind of a rough idea to know if you were being a bit too aggressive or not. Um, And we had switched the plan up a little bit from what I did in training. So I was curious what the first round time would look like relative to what I did in training. So she just like, she just said she'd time it and she would send me the, or show me the phone.
0: What did you change and in your it, plan? Something that would make it fat you faster?
5: Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a, a good setup to test that when I just, when it came out. So I did a couple of rounds of that workout <clears throat> with, uh, trying to do the lunges unbroken just to see what it would feel like. And it didn't feel good. um, <laughs> It's like you just, it, it, it taxes your shoulders too much, spending that much time under tension. Uh, then you come back to the handstand pushups and you're just flat. Like it's way better to, to uh, take short breaks. Um, that seemed to be like the, the best strategy. Um, save yourself for those handstand pushups. The handstand pushups also weren't as deep as I would train them. I think I actually did them at 14 inches when I did them in training. And then they were, it was more like 11 in the competition.
0: Alisa Bone says, can I just say I love that Pat is taking time out of his major competition to chat.
5: I don't have to do anything for like three more
0: hours. So when, you fin- when you crossed the finish line on this last workout, there was an exchange between you and Joyal. Joyal. Um, no, oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, Adler. No, no, no. Between you and uh, Mr. Adler. Um, I just wanted to say Joyal's name. Um, and I think you said something to him along the lines of, well, we did that one differently or yeah. W- w- what did you say? And what were you referencing? Just that you guys both came out hot or know, no,
5: we actually, he didn't, he didn't come out hot at all. We talked about it and we were like in the corrals and I don't know, guys are like, people ask me what I'm going to do. And I'll usually just tell them. Cause I don't know. I don't really care. They're like, what are you going to do? What are you doing? The muscle So I was like 20 and 10 and they're like, no way like yep they do two sets i'm gonna come off at like two minutes they're like well i'm not going to be racing you jeff was like i think uh cedric kind of did that in the in the heat before us actually he was off the box at about four minutes which is blazing fast faster than i was and uh he fell apart he didn't actually fall apart in the snatches he missed one and he moved a little slower it took some time to get to the first bar but um we watched that and then I, we kind of came back and I looked at it like I'm about to do that exact same thing, knowing that that was my plan. And Jeff was kind of like, that was dumb. And I said, I, I don't know if it was, you know, I think you can get to that barbell pretty fast. And then you, the first couple of reps will feel weird from all the pressing, but I think you'd settle in and then you just kind of move through it consistent. Um, and he's like, well, I'm going to be uh, going slow through the muscle ups and burpees. And I said, oh, okay, I'm going to go fast. We'll see who wins. And I won.
1: <laughs> your your overhead position looked better in this workout than at least I've ever
5: seen it. Do your, is your snatch and feel any different this year? It looked amazing. I've actually been working a bunch on my overhead stuff. Um, I've just like had a bad shoulder for a long time. And I finally accepted the fact that it's not just going to spontaneously resolve itself anymore. So <laughs> I'm spending more time dealing with shit like that. The um, – We didn't have the – we had the, like, stubby bars, the C70 bars. They told us we were going to have the short collar bars, the, like, C70S ones. Um, So those – for me, snatching with those short bars is very awkward. Um, I have to do, like – I bend my arms to, like, almost 90 degrees to to hit the hip crease. Like, it's a really narrow overhead position for me to hit on those stubby bars. So I'm a little concerned about it going in, but at the same time, as long as you get under the bar – that narrow overhead position is pretty stable. So you can kind of like press yourself to the bottom and get up. And it sort of made your, your shoulder position feel less wobbly um, after the muscle ups. It like, I don't know, I was just collar to collar and I'd be like pressing into the collars and it felt all right. Yeah, it felt good. I mean, I, I thought after all the pressing from yesterday and the muscle ups, the snatches might feel shakier than they did, but they went pretty well.
0: Your, your hands were pushed to the outside to basically touching they were. They were. You had the widest grip you could use on that short bar, correct?
5: Yeah. Yeah, I would have gone so, wider if I could. Uh,
0: how much wider is your grip? Sorry for the series of loaded questions you're about to get, but how much wider is your grip on a regular bar than that?
5: Um, I will basically grip collar to collar on a standard bar. Wow. Like if you if if I like spread my hand and my pinky's touching the collar and then I grab, yeah. that's basically the grip that I use.
0: Wow. Holy cow. Okay. Because here's the thing. So, so, I don't
5: know how much wider it is, but it's probably at least like an extra hand width in a bit.
0: You know, there's been this whole thing about the pull-up bars not being um, high enough at some of the venues for some of the guys. And I was trying to find out if there's any other implement in CrossFit that, that um, where it's unfair like that, unfair in quotes, not, not, I'm just, I, for lack of a better word, there,
5: there's some that I don't like like that one. That one I don't like solely because we have another bar that eliminates that disadvantage. Um, and it's but would it, fit, but like, it wouldn't
0: fit in the lane, right? I mean, that's a lane issue. No, it would
5: because those bars, there's two versions of the short bar. One has a short bar section that you hold <laughs> on to and a standard length collars so you can fit more plates on it. So if okay. you were doing a deadlift save, it would be really good. You can put more plates on it. It doesn't really matter what width you grip at. But there's another version that actually has a standard width middle and short collars. So oh, that sounds smart. Weight on it. Okay. But you can grip at a snatch grip matter at the same width as a normal Olympic bar. So we have those bars and they just like they don't provide them. So if you're tall and long and we actually have quite a few tall athletes here and there a lot of them are very strong competitors. So everybody's kind of looking at each other like well this sucks. <laughs> but at least we're all in the same boat. But you know, I know guys that can snatch at their normal snatch grip with those bars and that's a serious advantage um so you know I, I don't love that there's things like that for sure and everybody has little things but when we have the ability to fix it and like the, like the equipment exists the pieces are there it seems silly not to um and that that's that always like bugs me a little bit but uh the bar one's annoying it's annoying because it seems like nobody can have any consensus on what standard is all the, all the events and then people keep saying, well, we got to keep it standard. We got to keep it standard. And then an event in Europe raised the bars and they keep saying, well, we can't lift it because we're not allowed to use two six inch risers because um, it's dangerous. And then <coughs> Lowlands, not Lowlands, Strength and Depth, they were using two six inch risers. And a couple people in our first heats yesterday were using so two six inch risers. And they just like, it feels like there's a lot of saying one thing as an excuse to not do it. And then those things happen anyway. So I don't know. Hopefully, at some point, I think it's a problem for next year. Um, but hopefully, we can get it uh, get it solved. We thought we had done what we could to to make it better this year, but it seems like it was ignored. And uh, you know, it seems like there were consequences for some athletes, which is unfortunate. But we'll hopefully be better at that in the future. Currently, the the standard is 96 inches for rings, 92 inches for Pull up bars, but it's not a standard in any established rule book it's just a common practice that was determined arbitrarily 10 years ago that we just continue to do because everybody else does it and I think that's not a good reason when we have data and you know we have a better way and uh we're just refusing to do it and that's it's a bit frustrating but I don't know. I I raised the point at the beginning of the Alice games and then I uh, they talked to CrossFit and then I decided on Thursday evening that I was done dealing with it until I was done competing. Smart. So I just wasn't willing to invest the emotional energy and time into talking about it.
3: Smart.
0: Uh, Hiller, do you have any thoughts or uh, um, questions for Mr. Vellner?
3: I was listening to the broadcast, which I know that you can't hear, and they were talking about how Joel isn't used to being in first nice. <laughs> isn't used to being in first place, and he couldn't sleep well. And then all I was thinking is Valery did that on purpose because he knew he wouldn't have a good night's sleep, and now he's gonna take him the fuck down.
5: <laughs> Ma'am, lo- like, welcome to competition. I don't know many people. Welcome like to sleep the real, real world, well buddy.. During, during competition. <laughs> I, like I didn't sleep great last night either. so, it's it's don't, different. don't tell don't, anyone that like and i'm and i'm sure he's uh you know that's pressure man that's competition pressure it's weird it's a different feeling i think not a lot of people it's really a privilege and a joy to walk into a competition anonymously and just be able to do what you can and then uh that's it and i feel like i haven't really felt that since like 2016 Everywhere you go, there's like this expectation of like, oh, you're gonna do something amazing. You're gonna win every event, right? Right? <laughs> and like it's hard to just like be like, man, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do what I can. But like, you know, like he, I'm sure like some maybe the events yesterday were frankly great for him. Um, he's really good presser, really good toaster bar, really good posterior chain. Like the events were great. It looked like he wrote them. Um, and I'm sure he he showed up yesterday knowing it would be a great day. Probably maybe not thinking it was a two event Wednesday, but then probably you know, went to bed last night, like, holy crap, everybody's talking about me. And I know tomorrow I don't have the same mojo as I had today. And that's stressful, right? It's like, it, it's hard. It's hard when people start to poke at you. And it does mess with your psyche a little bit. So I'd like I'd like to say you get used to it, but it's, I think you just get, you learn to manage it. It, it doesn't ever get like, it never goes away. So, you know, I think that it's, it's I thought it was, I was pumped for Nick because I think, you know, he didn't do great in that last one. Um, but I think he finished, so probably couldn't have been that bad. And I he think finished in last position, in your heat, man.
0: he finished yeah, last, but, but the
5: first heat nobody finished, I don't think. And I think the he finished 24th. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah.
0: he shit the anyway, bed.
5: My point being, two event wins goes a long way to uh, the cause for qualifying for the games. Um, and he's one of the strong athletes in our, in our region here, like in our, our semifinal. So I think it's going to be interesting. Like Cedric made a good push back in the last two events. Um, He's had a big bonk. So, you know, Nick might end up in that same conversation with like Cedric and maybe Jack Farlow, who right now have like at least one big bonk and then a couple of really strong finishes. So, you know, those guys will be in a fight for finishes for sure.
1: I I was kind of surprised by Cedric's finish in the parallel handstand push-up workout. Did that surprise you? Not at all.
5: Really what did he changed. take? It was it was, it, was, it was it was characteristic. Okay. I would, no, it's not. This is gonna sound bad, but what courtesy, place did he take? Twenty-fourth. Um, um, <laughs> C- Cedric is someone who, you know, how Noah rides like emotional waves very high.
4: Hmm.
5: He's like that. Like he's liable to come out really fast when he's excited and uh, make mistakes. He did the exact same thing at West Coast Classic last year. First event, came out, got a bunch of no reps on thrusters, legless rope climbs, a workout that he should have been, probably a top five in, he ended up in last place. And then, like, dashed his hopes of the games. He's so fit. He's got lots of skills. He just – he needs a, a plan. And he has – he struggles a bit with competition, uh, composure. And I think that that's the biggest thing. He just – I think his his head gets a little messed up when there's pressure. Um and then, I mean, then he, after the first event went poorly and he had a little bit of pressure off him, performed super well. He was in the, he's in the second heat today, yep. but performed super well. I think that it's, it's a little bit of that. I think that he just, you know, when, when the lights get bright, he sometimes gets a bit frantic and a workout like that, where behaving that way causes failure. That's hard to come back from, um, is difficult. And the same thing with the legless rope plan workout he did last year. So yep. he's a guy that I, I. I want him to make it because he's fit enough. He's certainly fitter than some people who've made it to the games. But he's I think he, he makes sometimes poor competition mistakes. Actually, regularly, um, he'll make at least one major, major mistake that will usually keep him out. So it's it's tough. It's hard, I, I, it's hard to watch. I, I sometimes, like, it, it hurts. You hurt for him because um, that sucks to see because I think he's got all the tools and he just hasn't quite been able to put it all together yet. But um, Todd M
0: people... says you make a good la point.
5: <laughs> That's a good one. But I think there's some people who like are gamers and when it matters, they just like figure it out and make it work. Like you look at sometimes guys like Cole Sager, the comebacks he's put up over the years, Will Moore had this year, like some guys just make it happen. And then some guys kind of, they get shaky when the, when things get, stressful. So I think he unfortunately has fallen into the second category in the last couple of years, but you know, he's still in it. Like the, that fifth spot is still very up for grabs in uh, in our competition here. I'm not sure what the points look like right now, but my guess is that uh, Jeff and I are ahead. Probably Alex Caron is in third and then Alex Vigneault is probably fourth, fifth ish. Nick's yeah, probably fourth, fifth ish, something like that.
0: It's just, but Um, Do you have anything you'd like to ask him, Brian, Mr. Vellner?
2: Have you had a chance to watch the girls at all?
5: In our event? Yeah. Yeah, I have been actually because Freya is working with Michelle, so I've been watching the women in lieu of warming up most events. (laughs) but
2: uh, it's, we're just, been it's
5: been fun to watch them. We
2: were, we were just talking about earlier, <clears throat> trying to figure out how good Emma Lawson is. We speculated before this weekend started that this isn't the strongest women's field, but she's been yeah. really good against this field. So I was just wondering she if you've said really anything.
5: Um, I don't know. She's good. She's smart. She does some good, some competition savvy things. Um, she's aggressive and she relies on her strengths very heavily, I would say. Um, so I think once she has a little more time to polish certain things to become a little more well-rounded, it'll be really good. I think like, say yesterday, she was very aggressive on the Tosa bar in that workout. And then she almost fell apart in the last round of sandbags and she had like a minute and a half to do the last set of sandbags. And she almost lost to the previous heat time, beat it by like five seconds or something. Um, cause she just, I think she went a little deep or just sort of lost focus on that last set. I'm not sure, but You know, the muscle ups, the handstand push ups, the toes to bar, like so far, all of her gymnastics has been very sharp. She's been strong on the barbell. She looks like, um, it's funny. I feel like when I saw her here, I expected her to be smaller. She's, she's bigger than I thought she was. Um, so I think she's going to be, I'm interested to see what she lifts tonight. I think, uh, she's not weak. She's, she's pretty strong for her size. And I think that she, she's going to be pretty good. Um,
0: You remember how old you were when you clean and jerked 195 pounds for the first time?
5: I bet you I can tell you, 23, probably, 23, We just watched
0: a video of her doing it at 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nuts.
5: But I probably did my first muscle-up at like eight. Oh, so, right, all right. Just depends what your sport is, I guess. Right. Uh, but she's been very good. She's been very impressive, which is nice to see. I yeah. think uh, I was actually having this conversation with Michelle yesterday, Um because of how well Nick did, uh, we were like, I, I feel like <clears throat> the women in Canada right now, there's starting to be another generation coming up. You know, you've got Emma, you've got Freya. Uh, there hasn't been, there, there's been a bit of a lag in the men's field for like new faces. And everybody was very like, who, who the hell is Nick Thoreau? But he, uh, I've been competing with Nick at regional since like 2014, 50. Like he's been on the circuit here for a long time. Um, people just aren't really familiar with him. And we haven't, we don't have that same group of like 20 year olds coming in yet on the men's side. Um, like Jack Farlow is kind of there. There's maybe a couple that just aren't, you know, maybe not shining the brightest this weekend yet, but, uh, we've got a lot of, uh, old season competitors here. It's the same faces from 2014, 15. Jeff's probably the most recent one, um, so it's cool to see the the young ladies doing well. I mean, in general, even the American girls, Paige Powers, like we've got a pretty young women's field. Here.
0: Even the American girls, easy buddy. Easy.
5: <laughs> I'm just yeah. mean like the young the young women here are like right. are holding it down like the uh, yeah. the mayhem empire.
0: Really well. The mayhem empire sent Paige Powers up there to keep you guys in fucking check. Yeah, how's she doing? She's doing great. Second place. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The, the long arm of the Cookville, the long arm of the Mayhem Empire, to reaching up until the Atlas Games.
5: Right, I mean, a bunch of our French-Canadian guys are on the Mayhem train, too. Uh, but what I'll tell you something, they're not winning.
0: Hey, is <laughs> <laughs> hey is uh, is Medeiros been uh, texting you at all this weekend?
5: No, I've heard from him in a little bit, probably since like
0: <coughs> <laughs> How about Matt? How about Matt? Is he bug is he up in all up in your in your text messages? Fraser or- yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matt Fraser.
5: Uh, I talked to him like a couple days before we started just about nothing related to competition, but I don't know. No, I don't know. People have been leaving me
0: alone. All right. Well, I'm not leaving oh, you alone.
5: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Get that
4: vibe.
0: <laughs> uh, does anyone else have anything else they'd like to say to the great Pat Vellner
4: yeah, I got a question for him. Please, Mr. Howell. Uh, so not to look too far ahead to tomorrow, but tomorrow's got the chipper workout. On paper, it seems like it's supposed to be three to four minutes for the four sets of 100 double-unders, the three sets of 100-foot handstand walk, the chunk of 100 wall balls, and then to the 100 GHDs. Do you think it's going to end up being a lot like skiing with care and the separation is just going to be um, who can cycle the GHDs and manage those the, the fastest?
5: I think that workout will be determined
4: <clears throat> in the
5: wall ball, handstand walk, GHD, handstand walk.
4: Uh, mostly in
5: the handstand walk, GHD, handstand walk. Uh, and that'll be, the separation will happen on the GHD to see who has some capacity to continue to move. The difference between finishing 100 GHDs in like 445 versus six minutes is just insurmountable. Um, when on that back bit, once you get to those double unders in the back of the back bit, after that last handstand walk, it's the workouts basically over. Um, it's going to be hard to catch people there unless you just have really high power output on the bike. Uh, my plan is to not be in a race on the bike at the end. Um, but there's I think it's, I don't know. I think it's a pretty smooth chipper. I think you can move through it pretty consistently. Um, And that's probably the smartest way to do it. There's a couple guys here that I think will be very strong at it. Alex Caron will be really good at it, I think. A couple of those mayhem guys who do like a ton of GHDs, I think, will be very strong. Um, But yeah, I think, I don't know. Hopefully they are because I could use them to middle Jeff.
0: (laughs) Patrick, thank you. My pleasure. Always great to have your insight. Say that again.
5: How's Europe doing?
2: Uh, it's, okay. it's okay. It's very competitive.
0: Boring. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> boring. it's
2: not boring.
3: I, w- I wouldn't say it was boring.
0: Oh. Catch up on it later. Well,
5: yeah, enjoy the weightlifting tonight. Um, we'll see if Jack can hit 400 pounds and if Jeff power cleans the house.
0: Uh, Willie George is winning over there and Jacqueline uh, D- Dahlstrom is winning over there. The women's competition is actually pretty good over there.
5: Is Yana still on the outside?
2: He is. Yona, Ketrin, and Sam are, Briggs are all on the outside with one day to go. Don't tell anyone this. Yonikoski's not going to the games this year.
5: doesn't look good. Um, they have what left tomorrow? They have rope climbs and then the bike thruster, burpee workout. Out. Right. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Glad I don't have to do that workout.
0: All right, brother. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Thank you. you demand. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye with the luckiest people on earth. Keep Taylor big. <laughs> big <laughs> thumb, big thumb. <laughs> big thumb. Uh what do I got here? Um uh,
2: Interesting here perspective. You-, you know, those the the workouts at the Atlas Games look very challenging and brutal to me, and he's gratefully he doesn't have to do that Echo Bike workout.
1: I think Maybe. yeah, it's interesting. I, I to me, that, to me, the workouts at Atlas so far that have been challenging are in that like 8 to 12-minute time domain that is really painful. But if you have a good CrossFit motor, are, they just don't feel the way that echo bike thruster burpees kind of feel. Where like you, you feel the lactic burn before you feel it catch up aerobically and then <coughs> you finish the workout and as you lay on the floor, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse for like the next 10 minutes. I think that's what he doesn't want, <laughs> and I don't
0: blame him. Uh, I want to bring something up here about uh, uh, what we saw the refs doing, but not only the judges doing, but what we saw one of the coaches doing today. I, I don't know who saw it, but I'm in a text thread with you all, and someone said that they saw one of the athletes being helped up on the rings by a judge. Uh, wh- wh- who, who, I didn't see that, but why, why does
3: that happen? Aren't there risers out there? There's been an issue apparently with the two risers and because one riser isn't enough for some athletes, they need one riser and a boost.
1: The thing that I noticed from it- But why
3: not use two risers then? Sorry, Taylor. I think it was a safety issue. They're claiming
1: it was a safety issue. And this the girl who received the help, it was not even the shortest girl in the field. So it was just strange to me that she was requiring or asking or having her judge kind of assist her up onto the rings as she jumped. I just thought it was kind of ridiculous that we're in a competition testing the 30 of the fittest women in North America and she needs help to jump up to the
3: rings. Yeah. That's a travesty.
0: All of a sudden, maybe, maybe uh, Tia does need to justify how hard she trains when there's dipshit stuff like that going on in the sport. How about this also? I saw a, a, a coach You know how the coaches are just like six feet away from the rings where they stand there during the competition? I saw a coach in uh, event three at the Atlas Games. I think it was Heat 2. Actively arguing or having a discussion with a judge while the judge was supposed to be judging the athlete. Throw him out. Yeah, I I I do the I do, I do think that the coaches need to be told, hey, you're not allowed to say a fucking word to the judge, no matter I mean, what. You know what
3: they call that in baseball, right? Calls yeah. for immediate ejection. If what stadium. tell me, tell me, tell me. If, if, if you happens. argue with balls and strikes, then they can throw you out just like that, ejected from the game. It could be the coach, it could be a player, it could be anybody. <laughs> right. I just I how how is the judge supposed to do his work if the
0: yeah. coach is talking shit to him?
1: What and Yeah, that just baffles me. What a fucking (laughs) asshole, that coach too. Like, dude, do you not understand what's going on right now?
3: Did you guys see that? Yeah. The hardest thing I think about being a judge in that is like, so say you're doing the chest bars, and say we're talking about the synchro chest bars that we all saw, and you can see that they're not lining up. The hardest part for a judge would then being, one, knowing which repetitions were no reps, and then two, keeping track of the number that they're actually on. And now, if there's a freaking someone yelling at them, then they're after dealing with it. Hey, shut the hell up. Wait, four, five, six, uh, no rep, three, four, five. So, yeah, it's bullshit.
0: If I'm an athlete, I don't want that either. I don't think I want my coach jumping in and getting in the mix with my it's judge. A
1: terrible look for you. People as are an so weird. Horrible look.
3: People are weird. All right. Uh,
0: Before we take off here, um, the next event's going to start at 335. That's 33 minutes from now. I'd like to go over uh, to – what What do we got? Let's start with – um. oh, no, it, it's the only Atlas Games left. So Atlas Games, individual event for – oh, it starts at 4 p.m. <laughs> okay, 57 minutes. Um, Can we look over there? Can you pull up the leaderboard at the Atlas Games, uh, Mr. Souza?
3: California hormone games B Y O J. Bring your own judge.
0: <laughs> Bring your own juice. Uh <laughs> what is what is event four here? Um oh, and it, it's the complex? Yep. Okay. Um how what 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 are we gonna see? What shakeup are we gonna see in the top five? Is this where we're gonna see Carolyn Prevo take a pretty big hit?
1: Uh I don't know that you see her take a pretty big hit. Uh, I don't know. She's a fucking amazing deadlifter. We'll have to see how that transfers. Brian, what do you think? You're going to have a better answer than me. I don't know much about Carolyn Prevo and her Olympic lifting.
2: I think she's going to get somewhat bailed out in the same way Katrin did here, where her lift probably won't be that impressive relative to the world, but it might not rank that poorly against this field. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, my wife just sent me a text that says, don't kill me. I wonder
0: what that means. (laughs) The dog is on the bed. Probably No, she probably fed the kids a cookie or something. I'm pissed. I'm out of here. Brian, is there going to be any shakeups? Is is this going to be a deal breaker? Who here in this female list at the Atlas Games is like shitting their pants right now? Is like, oh my goodness. I got to fucking get my shit together here. I can. How about Allison Scud? She's sitting in seventh, 191 points.
2: She's going to take a hit on the lift for sure. I don't think so. I think she'll do just fine on the lifting. Relative to, she the looked field? good. She looked good with her snatches, man. She looked good. She's, she's a good lifter, and she's gotten stronger this year. Um, I think that overall, I mean, this is about what I expected. I, I just, I was overlooking Paige Powers a lot coming into this competition. Outside of that, the other four that are in the top five are the ones that I thought would be up there uh i think Fre- i thought freya would be doing better relative to what she's done obviously she's in fifth which is okay but i think she might have had higher expectations also so maybe she's feeling a little bit of pressure being further down than she thought she'd be you know the lift is one of those things uh you, you have to execute it you know you have to go out there and hit a lift and we saw even a couple of guys in london today who missed their first two lifts and that's a lot of pressure coming on the last one so i think that if she can navigate a lift she's still in a good chance to make it but i don't think she's as happy as she wanted to be through three events
3: who takes that lift, Brian? on the female side. Any any
2: bets? I want to say Powers probably will. I mean, her shoulder strength is is incredible. <laughs> uh, as we saw at the handstand push-ups and that's probably the limiter for most of these women at the top end. Does anyone make a big move here? Does it any, does, does anyone uh
0: you know, does Molly McGrady win this and and, and put on a hundred points and,
3: and climb up into uh, fifth place, sixth place. I, I call Molly McGrady. Yeah, I'll take I'll take your page powers and I'll raise you with a Molly McGrady. You know who that is, Hiller? I just made that up. Oh uh, no, I just think she's gonna win the lift. Oh jeez,
2: just you because you said her name. Well, just to put it in perspective, what do you mean, Hiller? Just to <laughs> put it in perspective before this you make funny. that bet. Oh, the, uh, heaviest, the heaviest lift from this woman's field in open workout 21.4, that little <laughs> lifting complex, was 216 pounds, and Molly McGrani did 185. Oh. oh. You should have taken the bet before telling me that. <laughs> uh, the, the, the hey, heaviest, so you're saying lift,
3: these are a bunch of shit lifters. These are ass lifters.
0: The I heaviest bet Caroline- lifters
2: on that complex were Carolyn Prevo and Emma Lawson. Wow. And Emma Lawson was even younger then. Oh All right. right, wow. right, right, right. Yeah, wow, she
0: moves right, very right,
3: well. Wow. wow. Let's just talk about how Joel's gonna deadlift six hundred pounds and throw it overhead.
1: Chat Schroeder's in the comments.
3: <laughs> Alexis, uh oh, good
0: call. Alexis Alexis,
1: you don't even know her. Shut up. DToli. He does
0: know her.
2: He's had oh, her on do? the
1: show. Okay, wow. Really?
2: Uh, Who has? You have. I had that girl on the show, Alexis? Yeah, with Carolyn Privo. Oh. Oh, Where that's her girlfriend? You don't remember having them on? I do. I do remember
0: having her on. I remember what she mm. she talked shit about point and uh Christian Harris the other day too.
2: Fuck. Was that just nuts. after
1: Wadapalooza? You had both of them on the show? Or around then? No,
2: this is a while ago. I think before Wadapalooza. Yeah, this is like last year.
1: They competed with the She's one of mine. those people.
0: If you have Carolyn on, like she's like like as soon as you start texting Carolyn, this chick starts texting you too. Like she's like they're like one person. They're like one yeah. person. You know people like that? Like that's like uh, 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 J.R. Howell's wife. Every time I text Jr, she calls me. What are you What are you bugging him for?
3: Oh, easy. What are you bugging him for? Easy.
0: Uh, okay, let's um let's go over to the men here at Dallas Games. You know the, the women's field is really weak at Dallas Games. I feel like I, I'm just realizing it, but I, but I like it. I'm still having fun watching it. I'm having fun. I'm I'm having fun. With Emma Lawson just beating them up.
1: It's not the weakest field, but it's not super deep. I mean, it's it's, not, it's
0: well know. as long as they do a se- keep doing a semifinal in South Africa, you can always say that. <laughs> uh Patrick Vellner, Jeffrey Adler, all safe, right? Alexander Carone, safe. Alex Vigneault, what? What is? Can he make a move here? Is he a big, strong boy?
1: I would I say long, he's.
2: There's not a lot of drama for the top four guys here. Yeah, they are the the top four are the top four, and everyone's fighting for the fifth spot. You think you think Connor top three, Doty. Top three? four? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think Vigno I mean, the points poor, the point, yeah, there's a yeah. gap
2: on the points. I see that, yeah. but um, I'm not, I'm not sweating Vinio, he's just been kind of sneaking along there. I haven't, and uh, I think he'll be just fine. Counter Doty.
4: what do you think about him? Gotta make his he's gonna make his move. That's his guy.
3: No, he's not gonna make his move. He's just gonna slowly creep his way into the five spot.
0: No.
1: You uh yesterday
0: Taylor was saying Dylan Petted is strong. And just imagine if he won, that'd be a hundred points. That would that would that would shake that whole
3: leaderboard up. He's gonna strict press his uh overhead. <laughs> Cause he can. That like guy, Zach yeah, worked.
1: he's like two hundred forty pounds. <laughs> Wow, no offense to Zach George, but that was an ugly miss when he missed that one jerk. It was just like right there for so long.
3: Ah, uh, look tough. I hear that I hear you're allowed to re rack it though now. <laughs> so he should have just re racked it and done it again.
0: Who are we watching here, guys? Austin, who's going to win between Austin Spencer, Connor Duddy, Cedric LaPointe, and Nicholas Joyal? Number five, six, seven, and eight. I oh, take Duddy. I'll take Cedric.
1: Out of six, seven, and eight. Hmm. And five,
0: and five, and five, five, six,
3: seven, and eight. Uh,
1: can Cedric. Someone told me
3: Joelle's <laughs> has got a the four rep at three fifty five and a six hundred plus pound deadlift, but I'm taking Duddy.
1: I I probably take Duddy too. I just can see I can see Cedric having a mistake on this event.
0: How about just this like Tyler Patrick Lee said- cat? He he's got one ninety five also.
1: No, I've just seen some of Cedric's movement on his page. And maybe, maybe that I'm just full of shit, but some of his movement just seems like with, with everything that's going on with these judges at semifinals, especially in the lifts where they're like calling rep, if he gets one no rep in the middle of that complex, he's fucked. And I can see that happening with him.
0: I heard tie-dye lowers your T-count. Is that Note
1: a, that, that a double-blind double, double study?
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to go over and look at one more thing. Sorry. Uh, I want to go at strength and depth and look at the women one more time. We, we this was something we talked about that we never looked at. I want to go all the way. I want to look at, um, Sam Briggs real quick. She's in currently sitting in ninth with 246 points. And she has a third and ninth, a 27th and a seventh. Yeah. She's awesome.
3: And I also what called the, that last place finished by the way,
0: what she needs. The, uh, fifth has you did. Fifth place has 288 points. I just want to hear what you guys have to say. Taylor, you first. Is Sam Briggs going to the CrossFit games this year at age 40?
1: Man, the, the last two workouts are so good for her, but I
3: ah, uh, She's got a mountain to climb.
1: She's got 42 points to gain in two workouts. Uh I mean she's better. Mm, the girls ahead of her. I think she's beating it's possible. It's possible. I don't. I can't be definitive. It's it's for sure possible.
0: We'll Brian, have to does see. She, uh, Hiller does Sam Briggs go to the CrossFit Games this year at age forty? She's forty points out with two workouts left.
3: <sighs> Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I make all the hard
4: calls. Your
0: JR, Jr. I want to make it a little more complicated too. Jr. I want to ask you: Does it, does
4: she go and does Katrin go or do no, only, just, one? no, only one of them will go. I'll tell you Katrin's out. I'll tell you that much.
1: I don't think Katrin's going with the legless workout.
4: I think Sam goes because I believe at least one person above her, probably two, will have a bad, a poor finish on the legless workout.
0: So Katrin's going to help Sam get there.
2: Maybe. P- possibly four. For what? Women four. have
4: a bad
1: workout.
2: Possibly the four women immediately in front of her could.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Is it? look She needs look realistically. She needs to hit fucking bombs on both those workouts. Just think about women-
2: it. If she takes, let's say she takes third on that workout, which is reasonable, fourth, yep. eighty-eight points. If the rest of those four women average fifty points, which is like a twelfth to fifteenth place finish, mm-hmm. then they're all you know. Then she's right back in the lead, or four yep. points out of a game spot with one workout to go that yep. has a biking burpees and thrusters in it. She can use so, yeah. this shit. We know, she's so so cool.
1: I believe we know Solveig. Katrin will have we'll have tougher workouts with the legless. I think Taylor Howell is potentially in that group as well, just because she's a bigger girl. And I don't know about Elisa. I don't think Amy Kringle has an issue with the with the legless, but I'm not sure. Brian?
2: I'm actually I've actually reached out to the same guy who helped me learn about uh Zanoni to see if I could learn about Fuliano and and he said he actually doesn't know too much about her either, so he'll he'll be getting back to me. Gotcha.
3: Speaking of Legos rope climbs, did you guys see he Guy actually did that weird butterfly rope climb kip.
1: And what place did he take? Oh, in the workout?
3: I can't confirm, but I think I think he won his heat. So I think it was third. Third overall.
1: Gosh, I just hate
2: that. It's just so. 324. I remember you saying that. That's why 324, I 324, third place. Wow. It wasn't a that fast is was crazy. So, I mean, that'd, be, that'd be like 20th place in, or, or worse in some of the. That's North terrible. America so slow
0: the rope climb? Oh yeah, that's ba- that's yes. slow.
2: Obviously there it's not really the same test because of many different variables, but just to put it in context, if he'd done that workout at Syndicate, he would have placed uh 8th, 19th. Crazy. That just is uh it kind Whoa. of
1: highlights the field. What was his yeah. time
2: again?
5: 3:24.
2: I think <laughs> I think that's- eventually helpin will have a comprehensive for all of the semis even though they're a little bit different. Yeah, he would have been 23rd in the lowlands. But Lowlands did it first, so they were, of course, going to be a little bit uh, a little bit faster probably.
1: Wow, that is – and, and you know, at least with him, I think it just comes down to the fact that that speed up the rope is so slow doing that technique. I just don't get why he would do that with ropes that short.
2: You would have done 14th t- the at granite games they did it as the last workout.
4: I don't even know what you guys are talking about.
2: Just
1: his little—he does like a Talk butterfly. About
4: short people, you should know. You pull it up on the Instagram. He's got a video of it, or he did. It's- okay.
0: Um. While you pull that up, I'm gonna ask you one question. We're gonna look at Gee's butterfly thing, and then we're getting the fuck off. Hiller, <laughs> are you ready? Yo. Oh, I'm ready. Tell me how good or bad, with no censorship, Patrick Vellner's muscle ups were. When he did that 20 and 10. Great.
3: They were great. They were great. What'd you like about him? He left no room for doubt on them. Ah. Uh, no matter what angle I saw them from, they didn't look too bad, bad at all. I should say, because he said no, spent no censorship. And if I say anything arbitrary, it leaves room for doubt. They look great. I can't say the same for many other athletes where they and, leave and- room for doubt. they and you would have loved it state. if he
0: fucked up, because then you could have made a video about him, and it would have got a shitload of views and helped the algorithm on your YouTube station.
3: I don't think a video on Patrick Vellner doing shitty muscle ups would have pumped the algorithm. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's, at, there's there there are certain athletes doing shitty things that uh, pump the algorithm, but Vellner, that would have uh, that would have spent the wrong way. So I'm glad that he left no room for doubt. And the 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 the, the statement is: when you leave room for judgment, expect to be judged or a judgment call made by the judge. So watching Melner, you don't see any of that on anything really. And that that's his biggest thing is he's always moving really well. Um,
0: Susa, could we see, uh, this Kip on, they're saying it's on, um,
3: on, you don't see it on Giza uh,
1: Instagram. I was totally Inst-
3: expecting you to tell about Giza lift, by the way. No, yeah. is it in his stories or something? Let's
0: talk about, let's talk about Giza lift too. Fuck it it's, it's
3: oh puzzle. you didn't want
0: to well i was gonna save it for tonight but let's do it let's get it out of the way let's do this no we can stop it not- uh, No, keep Build
1: going. the
3: anticipation that's not a video i mean you can still see what he's doing there
1: yeah but he's god here, just- he
3: looks young
1: so the- yeah that one that's it gosh that's so stupid
0: because <laughs> it's slow
1: it's just dumb I don't I don't know. I mean I, whatever. Yeah, Again, I go hard. back I go back to my opinion and we talked about this when we did the semifinals preview talking about programming where I think the climbing along with running are probably two of the most like basic human athletic movements you could do going back to you know, just being able to move across land. Human beings have to run and climb. And I just don't like it when people are bad at climbing.
0: I think it looks great. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, – were there were there any other videos besides the Gi one that we didn't show, um, Sousa? Nope, that was it.
3: Yeah, that was it. Remember when you said there was enough drama going on this weekend? Wasn't that you, Sevan? I was just trying to, you know, dramatize the weekend for you.
0: I'm just putting a big note here. Let's talk about Gi's lift. That'll give us something to talk about because we only have one event left. Um, and, and we're going to start at 610 as soon as that that thing's over so that we can be done by seven and watch UFC. Yeah. Yeah.
5: (laughs) I don't know if this matters too, but I pulled up while Pat was talking about it, the
3: different lengths. So the, the total length of the bar, not just the inside, but the total length of the bar is 69 inches for the,
2: um, C
3: 70. And then, um, the full length, uh, (laughs) the full length of the rogue, like Olympic weightlifting barbell is, um, 86. Point six. So that's a difference of 17.6 inches uh, across the whole entire barbell. Not just inside, but the whole barbell as itself. So it is quite a bit smaller.
0: 69 inches. And in, in, uh, Hiller doesn't believe in coincidences. They did that on purpose.
5: I got pink
1: eye 69 in once.
0: Wow. <laughs> and hey, we're off. That, hey, that's the only way pink eye happens, by the way. Don't. <laughs>